0: Come on. Hey, it's George G. from Lifeblood. Thanks for taking a minute to check out our video. Today, I wanted to talk about the really important topic of having health for life, being healthy, being able to live the kind of lifestyle that we want, be able to do the things that we enjoy. And I want to be able to do those things today, but I also want to be able to do those things into the future as well. So sounds obvious, but where we're at is that something like half of our population, half of our fellow Americans are obese, dealing with major chronic conditions. Good chunk of our population has at least two chronic conditions and I just don't think it needs to be that way. But in order to to make changes, we need to make changes. And in order to make changes, it's a lot harder than simply saying, well, today I'm gonna be a totally different person because frankly, we got to the place that we are doing the things that we've always done. So in order to make real significant, lasting, sustainable changes, we need to dig deeper into everything. So I had the opportunity to speak with Dr. John Kim on the Lifeblood podcast, and he said something really cool. He said, the future, um, the future, the, the, he said, the doctor of the future is you. He's talking about how the doctor of the future is you and I, and just how important it is for you and I to take personal responsibility and ownership over our healthcare. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to become my own doctor. What it does mean is that I'm going to become the CEO of my health and that each different area of my health can have a president, but I'm going to be the person who's overseeing everything and making sure that I'm responsible for um, the overall success of the being that is me. So it's kind of a cool shift that I'm the CEO of my healthcare. And there's six key areas that I want to go over with you. I want to talk about mental health, talk about spiritual health, nutrition, fitness, recovery, and then our environments as well. So in each of those areas, mental health, I think that we're talking more about that than than ever before, which is nothing but a positive thing. So we want to make sure that we're practicing self-care on a daily basis. want to make sure that we're managing stress and anxiety. And obviously, if I have a major something that I'm struggling with, then we're going to need to address that um, and encourage you to speak with your doctor. Um, From a spiritual standpoint, spiritual health, really just talking about peace of mind. What can I be doing to have a greater, stronger sense of peace of mind? Um, How can I foster that and really improve it? From a fitness standpoint, talking about my physical body. So am I exercising? How am I taking care of my strength, so my weight training, am I doing cardiovascular exercise, stuff like that. From a nutrition standpoint, how is my diet? Am I nourishing my body? Am I putting food into my body that's actually strengthening and nourishing me? From a recovery standpoint, we talk a lot about getting stronger, but we don't talk a lot about recovery. So that's sleep, it's rest, it's all of these kinds of things. Am I doing the right things in those areas? Super important to be paying attention to that as well. Uh, from a, from an environmental standpoint, uh, the world got extremely dangerous on us because we weren't paying close attention to it. So the products in our homes, incredibly toxic. A lot of the time, the personal care products that we're using also incredibly toxic to us. Um, and there's a big learning curve that goes along with that, but The way to learn all that and the way to get better at anything is to be intentional about it and to start making changes, little changes at first, but that's going to pay huge dividends for the long term. One of the big takeaways from this is that the whole journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step kind of a thing. If we're talking about getting healthy and changing lifestyle and all these things, it's going to take time and you just get started by getting started. You start as you intend to go. And so you set the intention and then you get up and you do it every day and you take responsibility for doing it. So that's really one of the key things that I wanted to talk about. So whenever we're thinking about making changes, we need to start paying closer attention to the different patterns that we're running because you have a way of doing things. You have a way of eating, you have a way of sleeping, you have a way of exercising or not exercising of practicing mental health or not. And so these patterns are either serving you or they're not serving you at all. And so recognizing, okay, well, I'm in the habit of doing this. So I need to change that if I want a different result. Um, So really being, for lack of a better term, really ruthless and tough on yourself and saying, okay, this, this isn't serving me anymore. I need to change it. Starting to recognize that, recognizing those behaviors. And also a big part of that is our beliefs and our limiting beliefs, if you have positive beliefs, well, we don't need to worry about those, but it's more the limiting beliefs, the thoughts of, well, there's no way that I can be healthy. I'm not an athletic person. Um, I'm genetically predispositioned to be overweight or everybody in my family had diabetes, so I'm going to have diabetes too. Those are beliefs which are absolutely not serving you and they are stopping you from having the healthy lifestyle that you want. Had the opportunity to speak with Dr. Heather Moday And she talked about how it's not possible to actually change our genes. So what got passed on from your parents and your grandparents, your grandparents to you, you can't change those, but you can change how they express. So you can change how your genes actually behave. One of the big takeaways was just because if you have cancer in your family, history of cancer in your family, or diabetes or whatever, that doesn't mean that you're going to get cancer or diabetes. OK, so you can change if everybody in your family has been unhealthy up into this point, you are not predestined to be unhealthy. You can change that. You can break that link. You can break that vicious cycle and start a virtuous cycle. Your body is absolutely able to do that. Um, so thinking about your current patterns, what your beliefs about health and wellness are but then really creating a new identity for yourself. Because if your current identity is that of a person who is never going to be healthy, you're somebody who's, who really thinks, Oh, this is just kind of who I am. You need to break that. We need to create new beliefs, which will create new feelings, which will help you to then create the right goals. See, we have sort of a weird relationship and we think about goals the wrong way. We think, Once I have this, then I'll start doing that. So once I lose 30 pounds, then I'll be happy. Once I'm debt free, then I'll start being happy. Once I'm successful, then I'll start doing self care. But we might go a year, five years, our entire lives, and just end up never doing the things that we want to do because we're waiting for something to happen. So instead of saying, once I have this, then I'll do that, just figure out what you want and start acting that way now. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. So if you say, once I am, I lose 10 pounds and I'm stronger, I can run a mile, then I'll be happy. Figure out, okay, what does happiness really mean? What's that gonna feel like? And start feeling that way. Start feeling that way now, as you're on the path to getting the thing that you want. So it's a really, small but massive shift that you can make right now. So think about what it is that you want. And then God willing, you're going to turn into an old person one day. It's really hard for us as humans to look that far into the future, but again, God willing, you will one day be an older version of yourself. How do you want to be? Do you want to be that old person who just kind of sits on the sofa their mouth open, probably not. probably don't wanna be that person who's just there. Probably wanna be a person who's mentally acute and sharp and can engage with your grandkids and your great grandkids, who's physically able to move around and be strong and be self-sufficient. That's what I want. Think about what you want. And then think the behaviors, the things I'm doing today, That's either going to set me on the course for one of those two or obviously a spectrum of potential results. But if you're treating your body like crap today, you can't be surprised when the result of you being older is not going to be optimal. It's not going to be awesome versus if you're super disciplined today, if you're healthy, if you eat right, if you put good stuff in your body, you exercise, you take care of your brain, your spirit, your mental health well, then you're probably going to be an older person who is a lot healthier. Think about that as well. And then the glue that's going to hold all this together is your why. I'm Confident you've heard that term before, but it's what's the reason that you want to feel a certain way or that you want the things that you want. Why do you want to be a healthy person? Well, you want to be around for your kids. You want to be able to play with your kids. Maybe you want to be more active. Maybe you want to... Uh, Get rid of that brain fog. Whatever those wants are, that is your why. Getting really clear on why it is that you want the things that you want, that's going to carry you through the tough times. It's going to help you make better decisions. Because right now we're in the pattern of just eating whatever we want and doing fast food and drinking all the time, whatever it is. Well, I think that that just means our why is not strong enough to overcome those urges and those impulses. So we need to get really clear on what that why is so that it can help us to make better decisions and it carries us past those tough times that we all have. It's extremely human to uh, to want certain things to want to be comfortable and to want to eat good tasting food. I totally get it. but it's thinking about what it is we really want. It's thinking about our future selves. It's thinking about, what it is that that we want that's going to help us to make different decisions and break those existing patterns, break those existing habits, and create good and more positive ones, which is really the key to all of this. So then I want you to think about what your goals really are and think about those six areas again. So what do you really want from a mental health perspective? Well you probably want good mental health. You don't want to be stressed out. You don't want to be suffering from anxiety. So wanting to have Coping mechanisms are the skills necessary to handle stress. That's a goal. Wanting to be a person who enjoys peace of mind, who's comfortable with who they are, who's happy and content with who they are. That's a goal for spiritual health. In terms of physical health and fitness, well, there's a lot of goals there. Common ones are losing weight, feeling stronger, having more energy, being able to run and play, whatever. So think about what your goals are there. From a nutrition standpoint, think about your goals. If you want to get to a place where you only eat healthy foods that do nourish and fuel your body, and you eat proactively, so you're meal prepping on a weekly basis, and you're eating healthy food for at least breakfast and lunch or dinner, whatever it might be, but you're positioning yourself for success with your nutrition. And then from a recovery standpoint, you say, you know what, I really, I need to get more sleep. So I want to be in bed, maybe not sleepy for eight hours a night, but at least in bed for eight hours a night. That's what my personal goal is. So I'm very defined and set on what time I go to bed and what time I wake up every day. So that helps me put me in position to be successful with that. Uh, in terms of um, the environment, this is a big one that we're not aware of, or at least I certainly wasn't. And it was my wife who really turned me on to just how toxic a lot of the stuff that's in our houses are. So our personal care products, deodorants, sunscreen, um, the stuff that we're putting in our body and, and the soaps that we use and all of that, a lot of them are really toxic. And then what we use to clean our homes, also extremely toxic. So goal will be to de-to- detoxify your personal care products and also your household products. So it's to learn about them, to find the best in class products, and it doesn't need to be really expensive. And I'm not saying that at all. In fact, there's natural alternatives that, aren't more expensive at all, but just doing the research and creating a safe environment for yourself and your family, I think is a key thing. That's a big goal for my wife and I uh, with our household. And then it's a matter of figuring out what resources you need to actually make these things happen. So what do you need? Where can you get the new knowledge? Where can you get the, the, the new information? Because I know that it's not obvious, but the reality is that it's not enough to know today, it's also not enough just to know how. We also then have to be able to take the new information and the new skills and then apply them in a way that is sustainable. And I've come to think about the framework for learning in really three different ways. We can always DIY it, right? I can always do it myself. We have so many different resources in those six areas. I can go on YouTube, I can read blogs. There is a ton of free information if I wanted to sort through all the information and learn it on my own. Second way is to invest and buy a course or something like that. And again, tons of information, tons of resources. And what a course is, it's really knowledge. You are paying somebody else for their knowledge because they went through the the work and the time and the commitment of learning, becoming an expert, and then distilling information in a way that you can learn and borrow their knowledge, or really buy their knowledge from them. So I think that that's viable. And the third way is what I refer to as partnering. So that's where where we are actually finding somebody that we can partner to help us in our in our path to success. So this is what I was talking about before: is that I am the CEO of my health. And in each one of those six areas, maybe I have a president. So if I don't know enough, or I don't think I have the discipline, or I don't want that's a big part of this do I want to do this do I want to spend a lot of time learning about this um, the answer may be yes or maybe no it's totally up to you but there's got to be somebody who is the president who's in charge of my fitness so maybe I'm, I'm I'm hiring a trainer and I'm working out with that trainer a couple of days a week at the gym maybe I'm working with a, a dietitian or a nutritionist who can help me with meal prep or maybe I'm I'm, I'm buying a meal prep program um, in each one of those six areas, there this three tiers are certainly available to help you get to where you want to go and to um, and to figure out what you need to know. And then, from there, it's a matter of putting in place systems and processes. I call it standard standard operating procedure. And the more we can calendar things, the more we can schedule things, the more we can make them automated and recurring, the better off that we're going to be, especially when we're talking about making major changes, we need to be on top of this, especially our calendar. Um, my wife and I do our meal prep on Sundays. We, um, she makes lunch for the kids on Sunday afternoons so that we don't need to worry about that during the course of the week. Um, but just scheduling in your exercise time, scheduling in how it is you're going to do your food, what time you're going to go to bed, what time you're going to wake up, different self-care activities, blocking that into your calendar, what gets scheduled gets done What also gets measured gets done. So keeping track of all these things and coming up with systems and processes can really position you for success when it comes to making sure that you're hitting all these key areas and you're doing all the things that you know that you need to be doing once you figure out what you know you need to be doing to make sure you execute on all these things is such an important thing. And then from there, once we start doing these things, you're gonna encounter resistance. This is going to happen. Gonna happen. It's gonna come from a lot of different places, but really fundamentally. It's going to come from outside of you, or it's going to come from inside of you. Let's start with inside. You've been doing what you're doing, what you've been doing for a long time. You reach this place in your life by eating the food that you eat, by exercising or not exercising, or how you move your body, how you sleep, all this stuff. So know that when you're trying to change things, your body's going to try to pull you back to whatever your comfort level was. And your body doesn't hate you. It's just used to you being doing things a certain way. And it wants you to be comfortable, it wants you to be happy, it wants to keep you alive so it doesn't want you out there doing crazy stuff. So that's that's gonna come. When your alarm goes off in the morning and it's earlier than you're used to, your body's gonna say, no, just stay in bed for a little while longer. Just know that it's gonna come, and remember that why, why it is you're getting up early, why it is you're eating the food that you're doing, all that stuff. And then external stuff, family, friends, people, when you start acting differently, Expect that they're going to notice, and they might. And I don't think it's malicious, but they want they they want what's best um, for you, and they also have a relationship with you. Maybe you're used to going out to to lunch with with uh, the same people every day, and now you're not doing that anymore. Are used to going to happy hour a couple of nights a week, and now you're not doing that anymore. So your friends miss you. They want you to be around. So it's going to be a period of adjustment where. Um, they might be giving you a hard time or who knows how they're going to respond. Just know that there's going to be some resistance coming that way. And so how you handle all those things. And then also be really cognizant, pay attention to what your patterns are and what your triggers are. Because if a coping mechanism for when things don't go right is eating or shopping or whatever, you're going to need to replace that with something that is more positive so you don't fall back into those routines. A couple of different examples. Um, If you wanna stop binge eating when you get stressed out or you get anxious, go for a walk, do some exercise, do some writing. I don't wanna be Pollyanna here, but just find something that's going to satiate you that's gonna help you move from that feeling of being triggered to getting past it and moving on. So I think that that one of the key things here for me to you is that I want you to know that you are 100% worthy of taking care of yourself. You're somebody who deserves to feel good. You're somebody who deserves to feel healthy. You're somebody who absolutely deserves to have a happy, healthy, uh, long life in which you're getting to do all the things that you wanna do. So I want you to know that, that you are worthy of those things. You deserve to feel good. So I also want you to know that that I'm, I'm here to help aid you in that journey however I can Um, on the lifeblood site, we've got, you you can access our certified coaches and you can find help in all the different areas that I was talking about today. And you can schedule a no cost call with any of them. you can also access our courses on the page as well. And however else I can help. We've got a lot of lifeblood podcast episodes. I mentioned, uh, Dr. John Kim and Dr. Heather Moday, um, were excellent episodes and, um, also a lot of other episodes, from folks who are helping people to have good health and to have it for life. So thanks for the time. And, uh, here's to a long and healthy life.